You are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, a podcast for fans of the Cleveland baseball team, hosted by Quincy Wheeler. to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian FanCast on Twitter. Email me at Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. You can also leave a voicemail message on our Anchor page. You can find us on all your typical podcast services. You should be able to find our daily podcast. So you'll be able to get these podcasts Monday through Friday, 15-20 minutes a day. Just get updated on any Guardians news, hear from some Guardians fans, preview the coming season, look back at the past season, as well as other Cleveland baseball history moments together and do some fun stuff. Hopefully you enjoyed our interview yesterday with Scott Brady. And uh, Scott's a great guy, shared a lot of great stories. If you'd like to share your story of Cleveland baseball fandom, I'd love to interview you. Just uh, DM me on Twitter, my personal Twitter or the Guardian FanCast page. My personal Twitter is QuincyWheeler1. Or you can email the show in the email, Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. And let me know, and we'll get something arranged so that we can hear your story and you can add to the Cleveland baseball fandom experience that we're trying to create here on the podcast. Uh, This is the podcast, of course, I want you to know that about which Ruben Niebel himself said, loved it, almost convinced me to change my mind. And uh, that was in response, of course, to our love song to Ruben Niebel for our first episode, which he managed to find on Twitter. Uh, after I tagged him and he looked at it. So that was pretty great. And again, we wish him the best in San Diego. I'm sure he'll be hugely successful there and look forward to following that progress. I just uh, finished going through some free agent and trade targets that the Guardians could look at to help out their outfield situation. A couple names that I neglected to mention, uh, Seiya Suzuki, and uh, he is a 27-year-old outfielder in Japan and has put up some great numbers there, an OPS well over a 1,000. Looks like he's going to be a successful hitter when he comes to the major leagues. I don't know that the Guardians will be able to afford him if he gets posted as a player that teams can, you know, try to sign. But it was rumored that the Royals are in on him, so hey, if the Royals are in on him, then I feel like the Guardians should definitely be able to be in on him. But what do I know? A uh, name to keep an eye on. I know that Scott, who was on the podcast, is a big fan of Suzuki's. And uh, so we'll hope for the best there. Also, uh, didn't mention Jock Peterson, who, of course, has been famously in the playoffs uh, hitting home runs wearing a string of pearls. He's a fun player. He's a guy who hits some homers and strikes out a good bit. Uh, definitely would be an upgrade in the outfield, at least as a strong side of the platoon. But I kind of think that Atlanta might exercise their team option they have on him. So I, I, I was kind of thinking he might be out of play. But if he is in play, definitely somebody I could see the Guardians checking in on. That kind of completes that picture. You know, if you had to ask me uh, which players I think the Guardians might most likely target, I'll go through maybe what I expect the roster for 2021 to look like in a later episode. But 
you know, if they choose to go after somebody who's got a fair amount of years of control, uh, somebody that they can have around for a while, I think Cedric Mullins and Cattell Marte make a lot of sense, but they're going to cost a lot. You're going to have to give up a lot in prospect return. Some of your best prospects, at least one of your top three or four prospects, and then some other good prospects to get someone like that. I would be totally in favor of that. Just not sure that the Guardians are going to do that. In free agency, I expect if they target a free agent to look at somebody like Tommy Pham, like AJ Pollock, like Avasiel Garcia, someone like that, that they can bring in and just kind of upgrade the position on a one to two year deal if that's available. Uh, you could possibly see someone like Michael Conforto on kind of a pillow contract, meaning a contract where you sign him and he didn't have a good 2021, so he kind of proves himself for a year. Uh, one like Marcelo Zuna signed this past year, and of course Marcelo Zuna, terrible off-field stuff, uh, the domestic violence incident, just horrific. Um, but that's the kind of contract that I would look at that the Guardians might possibly be interested in handing out. Should be less for someone like Conforto. I think Ozuna signed for like $18 million, which I can't really see the Guardians doing. But if Conforto is looking to kind of prove himself for a year, maybe the Guardians could get in on that, and that would be pretty exciting. Today I want to turn our attention to another area of need on the team, and that position would be catcher. So currently the Guardians can exercise some options this year, an option on Roberto Perez, and then also for Austin Hedges uh, to get him through his next year of arbitration. Perez would be about $7 million. Austin Hedges is estimated to be about $3.8 million. Now, the problem with both of these players is that they are elite defensively, but pretty terrible at the plate. Now, Roberto Perez did not have a good year defensively, which is way out of the norm for him. He's been one of the best catchers in baseball, both in framing and defensive runs saved and just all around a great catcher defensively. But it seems like his body's breaking down and he just doesn't have the bat that you would hope that he could have if he just would stay healthy. Then Hedges was just terrible at the plate last year. Now, it was mitigated a bit by the fact that when he hit, it typically was in kind of a high leverage situation. You know, he was a clutch player, but you can't at all count on that being the case in the future. I don't think that the Guardians can afford to carry two poor offensive catchers, at least as poor as Hedges and Perez were this past year. It's possible that the Guardians decline Perez's option and then try to renegotiate with him. It's also possible that they non-tender Hedges and try to renegotiate with him for less than $3.8 I think they'll probably take that arbitration number and sign Hedges for a year and get that done. And I think they'll probably decline the option for Roberto and let him go. And if that happens, we'll certainly have an episode where we talk about Roberto Perez and the memories that he's given us as Guardians fans. I would really like to see the Guardians add someone to the roster who can hit the ball a little bit as a catcher. 
However, those players are few and far between. Catchers are kind of becoming, with the advent of the universal DH likely happening this year, catchers are kind of becoming the new pitching position as far as hitting goes. They're guys who aren't even league average at the plate all over the league, starting at catcher for teams that are great and teams that are bad. I think the Guardians have shown that they really emphasize defense with catchers. The most important thing is for them to have catchers who can handle the staff, who don't make costly defensive mistakes. They're not going to be looking for somebody like Gary Sanchez. As much as I like Gary Sanchez, he's not a good defender, and I don't see the Guardians going after someone like that. But there are some options out there to maybe think about as we head into this offseason. Jan Gomes, a familiar name for Guardians fans. He's 34. He is now a free agent. And he's not a good framer, but still, uh, you know, as far as getting strikes as a framing catcher, he's not a great framer, but he's still solid defensively otherwise. And seems like he's good to put up somewhere over 300 for weighted on base average, and uh, he'll put up about a win or two a year at catcher. I think he may get more than the Guardians want to pay, given the limited market for catchers, but certainly they have a prior relationship with him, which can be good. Christian Vasquez will probably be the best free agent catcher in the market, and so I think he'll get more than what they're willing to pay. Um, He's not an exceptional hitter, but again, probably will get over 300 weighted on base percentage. He'll um, be a good defender behind the plate, put up a couple wins for you. Uh, Martin Maldonado, who we just saw the season for the Astros, he's 35 now. And his defensive numbers are good as a framer, not so great otherwise. Just, again, like, this is the kind of guy that is around the league all the time, and, you know, he'll occasionally run into one, but he's just not a good hitter. Steven Vogt, another name to keep in mind, 37. just can't see him signing someone that old. And so that's about it for free agent catchers. There's really not a lot else out there. Now, there are some interesting possible trade targets. I don't think that Pittsburgh would be interested in moving him, Uh, because they're trying to build something here. But Jacob Stallings is 32 years old. And so, you know, if they're like, hey, he's getting into his 30s, now's the time to move. Well, this is a guy who is elite behind the plate. And this past year put up a weighted on base average above 300. With how good he is defensively, and he is top of the line defensively, Uh, If they could move on from him, I feel like Cleveland would be all over this deal. Now, another name that I like is Carson Kelly in Arizona. Now, the reason he might be available is that Arizona also has another great young catcher in Dalton Varsho. So Carson Kelly is 27. Uh, He's under control through 2024, so not quite as many years. And he's a guy who regularly puts up an OPS... uh, an OPS that's solid, a weighted on base average above 300, and is very good behind the plate defensively as well. So if the Guardians are interested in checking out Cattell Marte, maybe you could even do a combined trade with Arizona where you get Kelly and Marte, which would be pretty exciting. But they should at least check in on Kelly and see if he might be available. I hope they will. Uh, 
Pedro Severino with Baltimore. Um, now he has terrible defensive numbers, so I really can't see the Guardians going after him. But he's you know kind of average offensively, so just kind of a name to keep in mind. He's 20 years old. They probably would move him if they got the right deal. Seattle with Jerry Depoto is always willing to move players. They have a 30-year-old catcher who has a weighted on base average around 300 and is kind of average to slightly below average defensively. He would provide an upgrade over what we got offensively, and you know the, the Guardians might feel they could make that sacrifice, having someone like Hedges to back him up if they need to upgrade their defensive game in one particular area. Now, some folks have mentioned that Toronto, the Blue Jays, they have quite a few catchers on the roster. Alejandro Kirk, who's 23 years old, and Danny Jansen, who's 26, uh, both look like they're above-average hitters. Jansen is a much better defender. Kirk is kind of, uh, if you read down the lines, shaped kind of like a bowling ball. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see if Toronto might be willing to move one of them. But their names to keep in mind. I'm, I'm not sure that I would be doing that because Toronto would seem to want a lot for catchers like that. But again, Toronto is going to be looking for pitching, so maybe there might be some kind of matchup to be had. One final name to think about would be Sean Murphy from Oakland. Now, Sean Murphy is about as good as they come offensively as a catcher, and he's also a, a great defender. So... He's 27 years old, under team control through 2026. If you're getting someone like that, it's going to cost a lot. But rumors are that Oakland's looking to sell. You know, they might be making a move with their team. It's hard to say. But in any case, their ownership's always looking to cut payroll, it seems like. So they might be looking to sell a player like this to, to uh, a different team that's willing to meet their asking price. Definitely somebody that I hope the Guardians will check in on. Now, I'm most interested in out of everything to see what the Guardians do at catcher this offseason. And one of the names that's been most rumored to be possibly connected to them so far is Wilson Contreras from the Cubs. Now, Contreras would be a rental player. He'd only be under control for 2022, but he is about as good as they come offensively for catchers in the league, especially with Buster Posey retiring now. And he's good behind the plate, not a good framer, but solid defensively in every other way. This is the kind of the player who should be available in the offseason, and I would really hope that the Guardians would be checking in on him because they have some catchers that are coming up. Brian Lavastida and Bo Naylor are both kind of nearing the point where they might be entering into discussion to be on the roster, maybe by the end of 2022, especially for Lavastida. And so getting a rental player plus an Austin Hedges as a backup would be a great way to kind of bridge that year for them to further develop and kind of see if Bo Naylor can... Uh, get his bat more in shape and Lavastida can really refine the glove work that he's got because the bat seems to be pretty solid there. So I think Wilson Contreras is definitely a name to keep an eye out for uh, the Guardians possibly making that move. I would be fine with the Guardians making significant upgrades in the outfield and then seeing what Hedges could do with the full-time role for the season. Now, I noticed that the Guardians weren't really willing to do that after Roberto Perez got healthy, and even before then, they were giving quite a few at-bats to Wilson Ramos and Rene Rivera 
and even Ryan Laverne way this past year because I think they realized that Hedges' bat is just that poor. But it's possible that, you know, maybe there's a little more to unlock there. Some of the projected numbers for Hedges look better than what he actually performed. If you can make the offensive upgrades that you need to make at the outfield positions, then I feel like you could maybe try to go into the season with Hedges as your full-time starter. It's not ideal. It's not what I would do. It's not what I want to do. But if they're willing to make those other needed upgrades, I'd be willing to accept it. Not that I really have a choice. I mean, hey, I'm a Guardians fan. I don't get a choice about what they're going to do. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how the catching market develops. I think the Guardians will be active there. I think they'll really try to make a move to bring a starter in who can provide a little bit more with the bat than Austin Hedges and Roberto Perez. Not that it would take a lot. So I feel like these are definitely some names to keep in mind as you enter this offseason. Well, I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, We appreciate if you've joined us for this first kind of week of podcasts. We'll be back with you on Monday with another interview and another look forward to some of the off-season moves. Congratulations to every Cleveland Guardians fan today as we hear the news that the Guardians picked up Jose Ramirez's option. Jose's become my all-time favorite Indian and favorite Guardian now. So I'll talk about that list sometime later. But I'm thrilled that he's here another year, praying that maybe he can get that extension that keeps him here for a long time period. But hey, as long as he's here, I'm going to appreciate every moment of getting to watch him play. He's the kind of player that the more time he spends with your favorite team, you should just be grateful and uh, glad that he's able to put on the uniform that you root for. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch back up with you soon. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. Music is provided by purpleplanet.com. That is purple-planet.com. Our intro song is purchased licensed from pond5.com.